Hey Maniacs, what's going on? Welcome to episode 10 of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. I hope you all had an awesome drill weekend and it was as fun-filled and as eventful as it was here for the Public Affairs Office. There was a lot going on, a couple of promotions, a couple of retirements, and as always, a weekend full of training. Later on in this episode, Staff Sergeant Ryan Jones, who is a paralegal in the JAG office here on base, is going to talk to us about what we can do as maniacs to prepare for future deployments. From a JAG standpoint, of course, he's going to talk about how you can better prepare yourself and your family while you're gone. But before we jump into his interview, let's check out your Maniac headlines. The Maine Air Guard Retirees Association met over the weekend for their 17th annual get-together. Around 150 Maniac retirees attended the event, which was sponsored by Martins Point. The retirees mingled and shared stories with fellow Maniacs, some of which who have been friends for over 60 years. Chief Master Sergeant Retired Richard Bowden was an attendee, and he explains why it's an honor to participate in these yearly events. There's so many people that I met along my 42 and a half year career, and uh, it's like family, and coming to this event today, it'd be like attending a family reunion, and uh, I'm very proud of the legacy that we left behind. The event included lunch by Jeff's Catering, guest speakers from the 101st Air Refueling Wing, and featured videos from the Wing Public Affairs Office. But perhaps the main attraction wasn't the free lunch or the entertainment, but the rekindling of old flames and friends who made an impact on each other's lives while serving in the Maine Air National Guard. This week is Residential Care Week, and the Maine Air National Guard has partnered with Maine Veterans Homes to show their support for veterans. Throughout the week, the 101st will participate in a number of events hosted by both the Wing and Maine Veterans Homes to give back to the American heroes that served our country. The events include a coffee social, a barbecued lunch, tours of the base, and even a dance held for the veterans and their families. Ingrid Dunham is an activities coordinator at the Bangor site, and she tells us how amazing it is to see the two organizations work hand in hand. It's amazing because these residents, they're so wonderful, and they, they have lost a part of their home and a, a part of their life, and when you guys partner with us to do this, it makes them feel that what they, they did really made a difference, and so the residents really appreciate it as well. This week-long event has been going on for several years now and is open to any maniac or their family member who wants to participate. And that's it for your Maniac Headlines, keeping you up to date and well-informed. I want to say congratulations to Tech Sergeant Andrew Hillman, who is this year's winner of the Chiefs Scholarship Award. From my understanding, the Chiefs had several applicants who applied for this year's scholarship, but Sergeant Hillman stood out with his outstanding application as well as his essay that was mandatory as part of the submission. I know we mentioned the scholarship several times in past Maniac Radio Show episodes, so it's awesome that the Chiefs had as many applicants as they did. So again, congratulations to Tech Sergeant Andrew Hillman. I also want to say congratulations to Master Sergeant Richard Chase, who has recently been selected as the 101st Security Forces Squadron First Sergeant. The vacancy has been open for a few months now, and I don't think it's any secret that the Security Forces Squadron has undergone major leadership changes over the past few years due to retirements. I've known Sergeant Chase for a long time, and I think that he's going to be amazing while working with Security Forces. He's a perfect fit for the job, so congratulations Sergeant Chase. Also really quick, the Maine Air National Guard recently graduated 66 maniacs who received their CCAF degrees, which is awesome. For those of you who are part of that group of 66 and you know who you are, great job on all of your hard work. Yeah, baby, yeah! 
So as I mentioned earlier, uh, Staff Sergeant Jones, who is a paralegal here at the 101st JAG office, has swung by the studio. He's going to talk to us today about what our maniacs can do from a JAG standpoint um, when it comes to preparing for upcoming future deployments, whether that be uh, power of attorney, uh, having that squared away, or having your will all situated before you go. But he um, he's taking the time, and we're very fortunate to have him here. So thank you, Sergeant Jones, for stopping by. Thank you, uh, Sergeant Sinclair, for allowing us this opportunity to come in here and uh, speak about some of the things that the uh, members should be prepared for and understand what they need to do, not just during uh, deployments, but also pre-deployments. What we like to get across is that, you know, this service is offered for, you know, active military members, not just the Air Guard. We have other branches of service in the state, but that service and opportunity is there for them as well. Uh, what people can do is they need this, what they should be doing is uh, think about the general powers attorney, uh, special powers attorney, you know, if they need the notary services, wills and basic estate planning, uh, you've got the living wills and healthcare proxy. And you know we do do some of the basic legal advice, um, like from the divorce or separation, because that stuff does happen. The military pay, but normally we just direct people to uh, finance in regards to that. And the landlord-tenant issues, that's limited to uh, the Service Member Civil uh, Relief Act, employment, reemployment, and deployment-related matters, uh, among some other legal issues as needed. Um, we're not a full service because we're a traditional office. Uh, so what we don't do is we, we are not able to um, help retirees because I know that happens quite often. But as far as preparing uh, yourself and the members preparing themselves, uh, what they need to do is think about, okay, uh, what does that family need? What do I have for property? What is the big picture before I do go somewhere? But not only that, what is the picture also uh, locally while they're here and residents in the state or wherever they are for uh, the state. So the thing is though, like, and we've all heard this before, we hear it before we, we deploy and we hear, and we hear about post-deployment too, I think sometimes as well. I guess like my, my first question, the biggest, probably the biggest question of this interview is why would I want to do that? I, I'm going to do it because you're telling me to do it and it's, it's the right thing to do, but why do I actually want to get my power of attorney and my will situated before I deploy? The reason why you want to do that stuff is you're going to want to take care of your stuff before you leave here or while you're here because if something does happen for example if you have a house and you haven't assigned it to anybody that estate is just going to be taken away it's going to go to whoever the state's going to handle it and that's it uh, so if you have kids or family and you want that to go there or if you've got bills that you need to take care of while you're gone it gives that person that you trust to take care of it you know if you don't have access to it wherever you're going uh, so those are some of the reasons why you got kids, if you got a spouse, if you don't, uh, what's important uh, on theirs, knowing that, okay, well, I've got to take care of something. It's, yeah, okay, yeah, you should, that's the right thing to do, but however, what is it exactly that you need to take care of that you won't be able to take care of while you're gone? Or say something happens, even here locally, like, okay, I'm driving down the road, I get hit by a vehicle, I can't move, I'm, I'm paralyzed, I need help. Um, and if you have that stuff set up, it's there to protect you and help you along the way. So how does it work like as far as with you guys being traditionals? I mean, you're out here during the week. So what happens if like I get a tasking tomorrow to go wherever for six months and you know, but you guys aren't here, how, do, how, how does that whole thing work? Do you guys come in on like an AT day or? Yeah, unfortunately we are a traditional office. So that makes uh, circumstances a little hard. Um, what we like to have people do is they're gonna have to, you know, they're gonna have to time in, but they're gonna have to plan, you know, a couple of drill months out um, and we do have a phone number and a website available uh, for those people to call us or contact us and leave messages and say, hey, I need to set up an appointment. 
and you can also get a hold of us through uh, facebook.com at uh, 101ARWJAGOffice. And then, of course, we have an email address, and that'll be on that Facebook page we have as well. The plus side is that you guys don't necessarily, if I want to fill out a will tomorrow, I don't really need to come into the JAG office in person physically to fill it out. I could do it right online, which is awesome, right? That is correct. Yeah, you can pre-fill it out, um, but after you do that, I mean, you still have to, you want to get that officially legalized. Um, you'll still have to come to their office, make sure we get that documented and signed off. Getting back to the original topic, which was if our, our maniacs have upcoming deployments in the next few years, what are some other things they can prepare for other than the power of attorney and making sure their will is squared away? Just making sure that everybody, even themselves, that they are, good, they are in a good place emotionally uh, and maybe financially uh, and all those things and medically as well. So those are some factors and sometimes those kind of play into uh, the members and them also coming to see us at times because uh, not only are our role our power will, will as a power of attorney and living trust but we do deal with you know, defense stuff, legal reviews, all that stuff. So it's just making sure you're emotionally and you're physically and you're financially and everything is stable. That's awesome. That's great. And again, I appreciate you coming in. Is there anything else you wanted to add before? No, just to make sure that the members, you know, realize they're going to have to plan ahead if they're aware of upcoming deployments. And if not, they'll have to schedule appointments because our office can't handle the walk-ins all the time uh, just because we are a, you know, non-traditional office and there's over 1,300 members. And not only that, there's times where we're, we actually help uh, the other services as well because they don't have any representation and they need that help as well. Well, again, thank you for stopping by and again, thanks for, for, for talking with us today. So we'd love to have you back sometime. All right, great, thanks. And it's that time again for a fresh new Maniac Fact. Today's Maniac Fact is brought to you by the 101st Fuel Specialists here at The Wing. It's the job of fuel specialists to manage every aspect of the refueling of every aircraft on the flight line. More than handling jet fuel, these professionals are also responsible for operating the vehicles, equipment, and storage facilities that are essential to the refueling operation while also ensuring the compliance of all safety regulations while handling these volatile liquids. Furthermore, not only is POL responsible for the refueling of our aircraft, but also ensuring that our KC-135s have enough fuel so that they, in turn, can conduct mid-air refuelings. For more information on how you can become a fuel specialist, talk to your chain of command or contact your local recruiter. And here's your maniac fact. It's July of 1970, and the 101st Air Defense Wing of the Maine Air National Guard is producing its own 18-minute color documentary movie. Staff Sergeant Everett Foster wrote and produced the film, and it traces Maine's militia tradition from colonial days to the present. The film will involve reenactments of historical events such as America's first naval victory, the capture of the British ship Margaret by Captain Jeremiah O'Brien and a group of men from Machias, Jonesport, and Jonesboro in 1777. To emphasize the fact that most of the members of the 101st ADW lead dual lives, the film featured interviews from guardsmen who talk about what it means to serve in the military and also work in the civilian force. The film was ultimately called Who is Guarding Me? And it was a big deal at the time because it was one of the first films released out here at the base in full color. It was urged by wing leadership at the time that all guardsmen watch this video and they even went as far as scheduling certain 
times of the day throughout the week as well as drill weekends when the leadership could release their airmen to watch the film so that it be integrated into their daily schedules. Hopefully we can track down this film. It would be awesome to be able to see what military life was like in Maine back in 1970. And if you have any information on where we can find it or know somebody who owns a copy of the film, please contact the Public Affairs Office. And that's all the time we have for episode 10 of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. Don't forget, if you have any questions for the JAG office, don't hesitate to contact them. But remember, they don't accept walk-ins. You have to call to make an appointment on Drill Weekend if you want to speak to them. They have a full office. You can talk to Lieutenant Colonel Fredette, Staff Sergeant Jones, who we interviewed here today, or you can talk to Ginger Snap. And Ginger Snap, you know who you are. Look to our social media pages next week as the PA office will be releasing a short featurette of one of your very own maniacs telling their story as to why they joined the Maine Air National Guard and what it means to them. Also, I forgot to mention earlier that Major Carrie Mancini is the new Wing Sark. If you have any Sark-related issues, contact Major Mancini because she is the new Wing Sark. Also, getting back to our maniac fact, check out our social media pages for more information on that 1970 documentary filmed here at the Wing. We're going to put some follow-up photos up regarding the film, so make sure you check that out. And you can visit our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching 101STARW. That's 101STARW for both Facebook and Instagram. Head on over there, give us a like, and see what's going on daily in your maniac world. While you're at it, don't forget to hit up the official Vice Wing Commander's pages by searching CV.101ARW. That's CV101ARW on both Instagram and Facebook. And that's all I have for you. I have nothing left. So until next time, so long. This episode is adjourned.